episode of the immensely super massive comic book podcast of stuff i'm tony Grode, editor-in-chief of comicvine.com and i have a couple people on this time i have jimmy palmiotti and amanda connor how you guys doing great thanks doing good man okay so you have this book coming out or that is out by the time people are listening to this so uh let's let's talk about harley quinn uh, well, the, uh, well, hopefully people have it in their hands by now and uh, are wondering what the hell we were thinking. <laughs> um, uh, and, and as I will say now, um, you know, issue one, when it starts, is not like issue zero. Issue zero is this crazy experimental uh, bit of madness surrounding Harley, and then issue one starts at where issue zero ends, which is her... Uh, getting left in an apartment building in Coney Island. So the the issue one, well, we don't break the fourth wall. That's the first we, thing. We we break wall two point five. Right. More more like. <laughs> yeah, we don't really go as crazy as we did in the zero issue because in the zero issue, you're hearing Amanda and I talking to Harley, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and it you know it doesn't always go well, but um, we don't have that doesn't continue in the regular series, which you know might upset people. Who knows? Or they might be so relieved. <laughs> to hear that's happening. Um, you read the book, so you have a better idea. We we write it, and we don't know what people think of it. So we're just, at this point, we're in the dark uh-huh. of the perception of the book. Um, you know, we don't know if people are going to like it or not. We just hope that it's sort of Harley fun. If you like Harley Quinn, yeah. um, there's a certain joy in the book that I, we're hoping... Uh, that people find. Yeah. So um, when I first saw the preview, and I, I was like, "This is interesting," you know, the whole breaking the fourth wall thing. And I was like, "Like, hmm." And then, um, you know, from the, the pages that were released, you know, we, we saw different artists doing a different page. I was like, "Okay, I, I kind of get that," and kind of got a feel for where it was going. And then, you know, reading it, seeing how it was basically setting, you know, like the search for the artists and all that. But I, I do have to say that. You guys did really capture, like the the how fun Harley can be, right? And and so I, I think that that's why. So um, I was I was a little uh, I wasn't really sure when I you know I thought you guys were going to be breaking the fourth wall the whole time. I was like mm, I don't know, but it it does work here, and I I think it, it's great because the way Harley is kind of I mean we're, we're kind of seeing different versions of Harley now in a new fifty two, and I, I think there's some people that aren't quite sure. Who she is, and you know who she was before, and all that. So I think even though this is a new Fifty Two version, I feel you you two really captured her essence. So that that's, that's what we were going for. We we uh, we know that you know Harley is a murderous psychopath, but she's a lovable murderous psychopath, <laughs> and that's what we were trying to capture. Yeah, we we enjoyed the new <laughs> we enjoyed the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, uh, Harley, um, but we didn't want the book to be exactly that, yeah. and um, 
we're big fans of what, what of, Paul of and Bruce, Bruce yeah, yeah and Paul. What, what they did. And we kind of made, I, I think with this book, we took the attitude, it's an amalgam yeah. of it. We, we sort of sat down, Amanda and I, and said, now, who is Harley? What do we like about her? And, um, you know, and the, the thing that came across was, first off, when, when we talked, was that Harley is a hero in her own story. Yeah. She's a killer. She's a murderer. I mean, God, issue, what is it, three, the February issue? Yeah. Two or three? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it, you're gonna you're gonna put down that comic and your hands are gonna be red. I mean, it, it's it's bloody and um, you know, but at the same time, you know, we wanted to find that walk that tightrope of, you know, disgusting, crazy, violent, hysterical, goofy, uh, split personality, you know, and and uh, as we get into uh, the regular series, we're gonna see Harley her day-to-day stuff, which is something that really is not being done in the other books. So it's not about, you know, Harley fighting these supervillains or superheroes, or it, this is more like Harley having her own adventure in her own life. And, um, and we kind of, we kind of, you know, give her a job or she actually has two jobs by the time we get the series rolling. And um, so I think, like I said, we, we were trying to make it Instead of making certain Harley fans happy and other certain Harley fans happy, we just decided let's make ourselves happy uh-huh. and try to write the Harley that we know we can write for a while. And um, and then with the Zero issue, uh, you know, it's a dream sequence, basically. You know, it's her fantasizing. Yeah. And, um, and what we did was kind of fun with all the different artists, and we strung the story together once we got the art. And not all the artists paid attention to what we gave them to write. Yeah, they just did their own. Not all of them, but some of them did their own thing completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dar- Darwin Cook's page came to us, not only not drawing what we asked for, but also he had his own dialogue suggestions, which we threw out the window. And uh, we wrote, we rewrote it because we don't like to get bossed around by anybody. Um, but if there is any kind of feeling, I hope you took away from it, is that it was a little insane mm-hmm. and yet it yet it kind of strings together you know even though it's hard to string together 16 or 17 artists i think in a way all of them stood out in their own way you know we we try to mention each artist in the, by name on the page as yeah. well because some of the people don't know them yeah yeah i mean that that was a nice touch because you know i was trying to follow along and um you know i was looking at the credits on the first page and i was like okay it looks like they're in order but it was nice having the, the little touches where they're because there's a couple I was like, is this? But and you know, normally, one of my pet peeves is when there's there's different artists on, on a book. But like you said, this is insane, and it it makes sense since the story doesn't make sense, so it does make sense. Yeah, I mean, any other character, I don't think it would have worked so well. Yeah. No, I think because it's Harley, it's a, you know, it, and and the one thing, and this is uh, Amanda's strength is Harley's voice is the same through the whole issue. You know, uh-huh. when Harley's speaking, it's Harley. You don't, you don't, you know, she has a certain uh, sound to her, certain response that she would have. And, and um, you know, it's the fun of working with Amanda on this because no matter what I write, Amanda goes, no, Harley wouldn't say it like that. She'd say it like this. <laughs> and um, so I, I think, you know, like I said, it, it's going to be a strange book. It got ordered really heavy. So we're a little nervous about it. But I guess since this, this podcast will be on the week after. It's yeah. either, you know, we succeeded or we're hide- in hiding. 
Yeah, people are coming after us with pitchforks. And right. Torches. This might be the actual last audio of us talking about this book anyway because we've gone into hiding. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's it's good uh, if if this is the, the tone of the series, and you know, I'm I'm assuming it, it'll be scaled down a little bit. You know, it's not going to be as over the top as this issue was because um, you know there'll be her her day to day. You know, job and mission and, and everything like that. But yeah. what what I, I think is is good because and you know I, I I'm digging the new 52. You know you know for 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 the most part I I'll, I'll say, but it, it's nice to have a book with this different kind of tone because I, I don't want to say that everything is is serious, but I mean everything is, is pretty straightforward. You know you're you're carving out these new histories for you know. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and so forth. So it, the way it appears, this book is going to be something that, where you know, it will be important to Harley's development. You know, seeing her away from the Suicide Squad, but it, it feels like that this is going to be a little book that, you know, we might actually get to laugh and, and enjoy and put you know have a smile on her face as she's, you know, butchering people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the it's funny because. Um, you know, we, we do set a tone for the Zero book, but the number one issue really, you know, we really dig in. And you, you're going to, you know, our, our job pretty much is to entertain. And, and um, we also understand that Harley has a very large audience. Uh-huh. Men, women, kids, yeah. this and that. Not that we hold back. I mean, honestly, we hand in those scripts and, you know, they'll tell us if we're going a little bit too far. You know, uh, and Chad... As as well, Chad on the art is just the stuff's coming in. It's looking amazing, but it is a little insane, and it is not like a lot of other comics in the Fifty Two. We we know that, and I think we kind of went for that. We were looking at what we did on uh, Power Girl, uh-huh. you know, with Justin included on that book, and we said, you know, a lot of people after the fact really love the feel of the book, and I think I think there's always room for that kind of title. So. Uh, I hope you know. Hopefully, we find the audience with Harley. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Because, um, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Uh, how did you guys uh, go about settling or, or choosing or finding Chad for the art? Oh, we had we had a, um, a there, lot. There was a yeah. There were a few artists we we didn't even know about Chad um, until they sent us pencils. Um, a lot of people's pencils. A, a lot a lot of people's pencils. Our our first choice was actually, uh, you know, before we even found out about Chad, we we were like hoping to get Becky Cloonan on it. Yeah. But she's really busy. Yeah. And we were like, well, let's you know, let's take a look and see if we can find some unknowns or something like that, or people who who just aren't as popular as, you know, as some of the more popular people. Although we did get, we got a lot of people. Uh, DC showed us around, like fifteen different artists, and yeah. some were big name guys, but. Because of the tone and what we're setting up, we needed the right person yeah. on it. And, um, you know, although some can draw great-looking stuff, they couldn't hit the emotional stuff. And, and Harley right. is all about emotion. She wears her emotions on her face. Yeah. You know, you, you look at her and you can tell what she's feeling at all times. She's not a cold, cold character. She If she's happy, she's really happy. And if she's sad, there's tears coming out and, you know... Uh, if she's really pissed off, you can almost see an atomic bomb going off in her eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we just felt we had to find the person that was the right person on it. And that's, you know, that's half of everything with comics is the right artist with the right writers. 
And we got really lucky with Chad. They threw Chad stuff in, a, in front of us, and we just started laughing. And we're saying, yeah. you know, uh, this guy is terrific. And, and he did a page in the Zero book. And we were like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, so we, we got really lucky with that one. Yeah. And then, Amanda, you're, you're only, I have to ask, you're only going to be doing the covers, correct? I am <laughs> only going to be. And, and it's really, it, it was hard at first because I am a bit of a control freak. <laughs> and, you know, as we're writing this, I'm like, I'm an idiot. I should be drawing this. I want to draw it. I want to draw it. I want to draw it, you know. And, and uh, Chad has actually made me relax. You know, he's, I, I get a... I mean, poor Chad. I, I feel bad for him because I get a little descriptive with my panels. Um, but he seems to have nailed it, you know. He's he's done really well with it. So I feel less control freaky with him because he's doing such a good job on it. And he's doing beautiful. He's doing the, the black and white and then the grays. The gray tones, yeah. And then... Uh... Uh, color Alex Alex uh, Alex Sinclair is Alex Sinclair is yeah good. yeah wow. we 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 won on as far as color is getting out yeah. boy and and uh, so the combination is pretty amazing I mean and you don't even see, you only see a touch of it in the zero book when you see the previews for number one you'll get what we're talking about I mean it it's just it's just beautiful um, and we even have a uh, we even have a guest artist on two part of issue two. Um, that just goes right with the beat. Are we allowed skip to a beat. Say I don't. I don't know if we could say oh, it, okay. but let's just say we have a we have a big name guest guy that's doing half of number two, and it's fun. Yeah. Well, there uh, was there was um, one mention in the zero issue. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> you caught that, huh? Yeah. Uh, I I don't yeah. remember who it. I'd have to go back and yeah. remember. It, it, let's just say there's nothing there by accident. Okay. <laughs> So when you read it again, like even like you know four or five <laughs> issues in, you're gonna laugh. Okay. Because we know obviously we're doing it ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a comment that Harley's like, I like this guy. You know. So let, yeah. Let the funny yeah. It's just kind of funny, but it's actually dead on. <laughs> okay. There's a couple of them in there actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let, let's kind of um, talk about briefly, like, so she she's gonna have a, a place to stay. And you've you mentioned she's going to have a job. How is this going to relate to like Suicide Squad? Because um, it seems like normally you know she's kind of been kept on a, on a short leash. So yeah. is she going to have the freedom to kind of go out? She has a lot of freedom, and I think we're, we're not doing the bomb in the neck. We're not. We're not. Well, that's the thing is, it's up to the suicide. I, you know, the suicide squad guys to figure it out. I guess. Uh, we we we're looking at it like her adventures. I I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's on a calendar. You know, mm-hmm. our book. It's like ours is like you know it, it ties in with the because we have a guest star in issue two. Uh, I think that's already in the solicit that Poison yeah. Ivy is in it. Yeah. Um. You know, so we have other characters coming into the book. But it doesn't. It's not. Um, it's not sequentially timed with Suicide Squad. Um, it, okay, t- Suicide Squad and Harley are going to coexist, but they're not going to be like down to the wire like like a lot of the other like let's say the Batman titles where what's happening in one book is happening in all of them in Gotham. Yeah. This is a little bit of a separate entity, yet it does tie in in different ways. So uh, we can't really talk too much about it. But okay. let's just say if you like. Harley, you should Harley Quinn. You should buy Suicide Squad, and if you like Suicide Squad, you should, you should buy, buy Harley Quinn. <laughs> that's the best thing I can tell you. 
No, I mean, I, I mean that that sounds good because I, I I've been accused of, of being you know too much of a stickler for continuity at times, but I th- I think sometimes you know you you do need to just kind of ease back a little bit and yeah. and just just accept the story, enjoy the story for what it is, rather than worry about you know right. how many minutes does this story take place and where does it fit and. I'm like you. I, I am a stickler for continuity, and I like things to give a nod to where they were before. But at the same time, I I don't want to be hindered by it. Uh-huh. You know, and and that's what and and a lot of times I I make myself hindered by it, and that's why it takes me four months to do two books. <laughs> you know, I, I get four months. Well, that's what, not not my own Which book. Which two books? <laughs> oh boy, this is a whole other well, conversation. I'm just doing, I'm doing oh, okay. math here. I'm All having, right. It took me eight months. <laughs> Amanda's math. Issues. Who handles the bills in this house? <laughs> Who handles the bills and the money in this house? Paul Miotti. That's right. <laughs> Amanda and math. These two things should not go together. But I mean, it took me it, it took me eight months to do the the Watchmen stuff. And so uh, so yeah, I'm just doing math there. Are you sure it took eight months? Yeah. Total? Maybe nine. Okay, there you go. It was a baby. It was <laughs> a baby. <laughs> he gave birth and trade book came out. Silk Spectre came out but, of here. Uh, but, but no, I mean, that's the thing. is, I, I, I try not to... I'm trying to make myself not so uptight about it mm-hmm. anymore. Because, yeah, I, I don't want it to hinder creativity. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You know, you, you look at Batman, you look at Wolverine, you know, they're, like, everywhere. And... If if you worry too much about that, then you're you're kind of limiting how many stories you can get. Yeah. Also, Suicide Squad is a team book. Yeah. You know, and this is really uh, this story really focuses on her. She's on. She's in every page. We we really don't pull. We're not pulling the uh, meanwhile stuff too much. This is Harley. Like this is a camera crew running around recording Harley's adventures. Uh, if I want to. Right. That's a good. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's a Harley reality show. <laughs> it's a Harley reality show, and it's a harsh reality because they're down in Coney Island in New, in Brooklyn, and it's pretty funny. Uh, it's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and um, if you just look at the covers, you get a kind of feel of what what's going to be happening soon. Yeah. So so we we know Poison Ivy is going to be there, and I think you said uh, there will be like other guest stars from time to time. Yeah, we we uh, if it fits the story, we're gonna bring it in. You know, she has her little circle of people, uh-huh. um, so we'll see them here and there. But we're also giving her a supporting cast in the series that we've never seen before. Um, and we have by uh, by issue four and five, we have somebody that we're introducing that I guarantee you'll laugh about. I, Amanda's looking at me like I'm gonna say what it is, but I'm not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But we introduced – she has a supporting cast. Um, some are four-legged. Um, and um, I think it yeah, – like I said, I think it's one of those things that – it will be the comic book that when you buy it, you have no idea what's going to happen next. I will guarantee that, that no matter what you do, when you buy this book, you will have absolutely no clue what the hell is going to happen in that issue. If there is no – it's not like, oh, you know, and they're going to beat this and this is going to happen and you know – this is going to be the book where you pick it up every month. You're like, I have no idea where the hell this is going. And uh, it, it, on purpose for us, at least, because we like that about a book. We like when we don't know what the hell to expect. 
Yeah, and I, I think that that goes back to like what I was saying before. It's just having that that freedom and 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 not not just getting so you know worked up into the precision the precision of it all. And you know, I I, I think that does show when you're reading a book that you know you you can you can kind of feel yourself let go a little bit, you know, and and just sink back into your chair and yeah, just read the story. DC has been amazing with us. Uh, our editors and, and Dan and the whole crew have been terrific in supporting whatever madness we throw at them. <laughs> they really have been like... Thanks, guys! Yeah, like they just approve. <laughs> we write stuff and they approve it and we're like laughing. Oh, like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, and that's really nice, you know. Uh, you know, because uh, obviously some books are a little heavier editorial than others and this one they kind of, when they hired us they said, well, you guys do what you guys want to do on it and you know, I think a lot of times that for the right people and the right character, that's the best thing you can say. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. Um, so you, you guys have been uh, doing quite a bit of, of stuff together. Like, uh, so, so like Jim, you just did the Daredevil. Um, yeah. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, Daredevil, Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. And and Amanda was doing the covers. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, we we, we joked on, on the podcast earlier. It's like, it's like, how, how did Jimmy get Amanda to do the covers of that? It's like, that's that's interesting. <laughs> it's yes. He goes, hey, I really want you to do these covers, and I go, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it involves some shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Buying of shoes. Uh, no, well, you know, I, look, honestly, like, she's my one of my her and Darwin are my. Her, okay, I'm gonna correct myself. Her, Darwin, and Dave Johnson are my three favorite cover artists. Okay. Oh, thank you. And um, so, no matter what I'm doing, I always try to get those three involved. And with Daredevil, um, the editor, you know, mentioned he goes, "Do you think Amanda would be interested?" And I knew she would because it was Daredevil, which she loves, but it also had Misty Knight on it, uh-huh. who she also loves. I love drawing Misty Knight. Yeah, so, love it. So I so I lucked out on those three issues. Um, I completely ignored the title of the book because it's called Darde- Daredevil Dark Knights. Since my story happens mostly in the day in a bright sunny place, I, which I didn't really hit, it didn't hit me till later, like that maybe it's because they're supposed to be dark stories. But to me, Daredevil's always dark, mm-hmm. you know. So to have something called Dark Knight, and then someone said, "Well, Misty Knight has dark skin," and I'm like, "Yes, that's it." <laughs> because of Misty Knight, it's Daredevil, Dark Knight. I, you know, I just didn't realize, and the editor was great with the story, so I'm, I'm like. But I just realized that recently, I'm looking, I'm like going, maybe it's supposed to be like at night or the darker side of Daredevil. Well, it's night, yeah. yeah it says dark nights, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I blame Misty. I just, you know what? He said, you know, we want a three-issue uh, Daredevil story that you always wanted to do. And I first didn't get I mind. I said, I, said, I want to do a thing with Misty Knight where they're kind of flirting for three issues. They're kind of terrorizing each other, flirting while they're on an adventure. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so... uh Got lucky with that one, you know. <laughs> now, 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 I'm assuming with that, the, because it's it's like the miniseries and it's not tied to you know to the, the main series, where you no. like just given the the freedom, like tell the the Daredevil story you want to tell. Yeah, I mean, I read, I picked up the two trades from uh, Mark, uh-huh. the Mark Wade stuff, and I read them, and I said, okay, well, I don't really need to cover this because Mark's kind of covering it, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I just, I made it a, uh, it was actually a, um, they're bringing, Matt was bringing a, a witness down to uh, Miami 
to testify against a guy that you know he saw he saw this bad guy uh, killing somebody and to testify against him, and he gets kidnapped while he's down there and, and brought to Cuba, and then uh, uh, Daredevil and, and Misty Knight have an adventure and they go down to Cuba. That's the second issue. They have an adventure in the streets of Cuba, and then the third issue, we have the big finale. But I just wanted to do something fun and wanted to take the first two Daredevil Dark Knight stories were both set in the city, set in Hell's Kitchen set at night, snowstorms, it was all dark and dark, and I just, I said, you know, I want to turn it around a little bit, because I wanted to give Matt a pair of, like, Daredevil shorts, you know, like, wanted him by the pool, there's some funny stuff, I mean, Amanda even drew the uh, shirt that said, well, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, not Daredevil. I'm not Daredevil, yeah. it, the, that's from Mark's thing, but it didn't have to tie, it, it, they wanted a separate adventure, sort of like, you know, uh, uh, like, the, like we do with the Batman black and white stories, I have yeah. one of those coming up as well. Nice. So, yeah. All right. Uh, what about what? What's what? Can we look forward to with a uh, Batwing? Um, I'm lots. I'm really digging the this the series. I don't know if um. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks. I, I I did review um, twenty five, yeah. zero issue, and and it it was really fun. I I I really like what what you guys are are doing and that cover, Amanda. Man, that did a nice cover. Oh, on thank it. you. That and that color just really and I, I liked how the bats were flying and like the one was like right right kind of by his chest even though it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So that was. That yeah, was I had fun with that cover. I was just like you know like just trying to think of something kind of like cool looking and a little bit graphic but also a little bit illustrative and um, just yeah I had, I had fun with it. Yeah, you know, we had to show Luke when he was younger and that, uh, not yeah. in costume. So yeah. Amanda did every cheat she could on that cover. To, yeah. Uh, like he's in costume, but he's not in costume. Uh-huh. The bats yeah. make it in a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Our, 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 you know, with with this series, we're gaining our audience slowly with yeah. the book, um, and uh, we're trying to build Luke's world up. You know, his girlfriend, his family, his adventures. Um, we do have the crossovers that get in there every once in a while and it's good because it brings more audience but also for us we have to kind of accommodate them because we have a storyline going um but in the future ones it's 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 just we keep going i mean uh uh luke gets in, into some uh luke's family gets into some really uh really bad stuff starts happening and um and he has to step up but it's also in a lot of ways we're going to see luke kind of we're going to see the young man come through, meaning, the, you know, Batman's a little older, knows when to pull back, and is Luke is going to start losing it a little bit because uh, he's got threats happening, things happening that are, he just, he really can't seem to manage. His, his life is getting a little out of control. So we're, we're definitely having fun with the character. We're hoping that the people who are trying it as of 25 stick around. And, uh, you know, and then we're tying in with the Bat books in the next couple of months. So we have a lot of stuff planned. You know, um, if you read the other bat books, this is going to be a key book soon. Okay. Um, but what's going on? It's going to uh, the storyline. So, you know, it's it's hard because we're we're writing the 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 book that's the least selling of the Batman line, and because of its you know own whatever it had to go through until uh, it got to us. But I think we're and on the right track track with the right team on it. Uh-huh. And the book's looking beautiful, so I, I'm, you know, I'm happy with it. We just, we push ahead, man. The story gets crazier and crazier. I, as uh, Justin and I always say to each other, "Hey, we can get booted off any time, so we have to do the best 
craziest story we can, and we keep amping it up every issue after issue, and hopefully that comes across on some level. Yeah. So, and you know, it, it is nice to have a young hero again, because you know, in, in some ways, it, it kind of reminds me of, of like some of the, the Red Robin, the Tim Drake um, stories. Yeah. 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 So it, it's it's nice because you know yeah you know I love Batman you know as much as everyone else but it's nice to get that that enthusiasm and you know you also saw it in the the zero year issue where you know Luke he's he's a little impulsive you know he's yeah. he's going to jump into it and so I, I can kind of see what you're saying where that could probably get him into some trouble yeah it gets it also gets the people around him in trouble you know his family uh, because he he does. Look, he's he's like a guy in his twenty. He reacts. You react quickly, and you know it isn't until you get older where you start to look at a situation and analyze it. And uh, he doesn't have that advantage. Um, it's probably why Bruce is always keeping after him in, in the book, in a way. Um, and although it's his disadvantage, I think it makes for some fun reading, especially when well, he just can't land himself and gets in trouble, and his suit goes bad, and you know we have a lot of crazy stuff happening. And it's really funny you mentioned the covers because after Amanda we have Darwin Cook covers. Oh. <laughs> and uh and Darwin does his own thing on the covers. We love it. So uh just we're happy where it's going and hopefully we get in keep gaining an audience as we go. Yeah. And and I, I, I think it's I don't know if it was you guys or whoever came up with the idea of Luke being a, a MMA fighter. I I think that's great because like when when uh his his dad was targeted, he can s- s- kind of cut loose a little bit. And not yeah. have to, you know, worry about, yeah, like you yeah. know, like like Bruce Wayne can't fight if you know he gets attacked. He's got to take a beating. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's kind of the fun thing, and that that was Justin's idea, um, the MMA fighting, and I I agree because he can fight. He can he can put on a fight in front of his family. It makes sense for the character, um, which is something. Yeah, Bruce would look really out of character. You know, I would love to see the scene in Batman where Bruce is with a couple of girls because they always he's puts on that show right when he's in society, yeah. uh-huh. and the girls start kicking the crap out of somebody. That would be awesome scene. <laughs> you know, and Bruce is sitting there like, "Well, they're my bodyguards." You know, uh, but anyway. <laughs> now, um, so Jonah Hex, All Star Western, yes. um, the solicit to um, so what is it twenty five six twenty twenty seven twenty seven yeah where. It looks like he gets a little work done. Yep. It's like what? Well, we have um, the the, uh, the new issue, or the new issue comes out this week, I guess, or next week, and uh, it has a lot of it has Swamp Thing and uh, John Constantine. The solicitation for twenty six, I think, is the one, or twenty seven is with Superman, and he Jonah does meet Superman in that issue, and. It is uh, a fun book because you can imagine their conversation. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's crazy, and also Jonah um, is is uh, he has a he has a really it's a it's a kind of a sad issue I think twenty seven because he comes to face to face he comes face to face with his own mortality uh-huh. in that issue. Um, there's um, without giving too much away. Um, you know, like in, in the later, in the earlier issues, he dug up gold that he buried from the past. Uh-huh. Well, he's going to come face to face with actually things of his actual past. Um, and not people so much. Uh, but you'll see. Let's just say it's a nod for all the people that used to read Hex. And at the same time, I think it's a story that I don't think you've ever seen Jonah in this kind of shape. And then, yes, we have a, uh, the issue after. 
Um, it makes sense that Jonah, somehow he winds up in a hospital, and somehow a plastic surgeon decides that, you know, this thing needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you think that's crazy, what happens in, in the next four or five issues is way crazier than that. Um, we, we've got... This is another book that you're going to read, and you're not going to know where the hell it's going next. Um, but it will it will go back to the West at at some point soon. But how he gets there and all that is uh, going to be something you are probably just not going to expect. And again, the, the fun of the book is to watch Jonah react to the world, uh-huh. for us at least, is to watch him kind of dig in and try to blend, and he can't blend, and then he does blend in some weird way. Because yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I, I, was, I was I was surprised when when he went to the future, but I I think it, it's it's great, you know, it, it's seeing this, and you know, me and uh, my my reviewer Matt, you know, we we kind of fight over it, and I I try to let people review the books that they want to review, right? And and so but you know, so he always like wants to review it, but I'm like, oh, but I want to review it, but I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> I, I I can't I, I can't hog everything all the time. Well, we try we try really hard with the books we do, Justin and I, to make it so it's not the same old, same old. It's not the you know where it's going to go, and it's not the book that you open up and feel, oh, I know where this is going. I don't need to read these four issues. You know, the other thing is we compete, right? Doing individual issues, we compete with trades, and a lot of people do stories that work better as trades, or you know, and our attitude is we want to write the stories crazy enough that you feel like you have to go buy the next issue. And read it. Don't want to wait for the trade. Um, and with Jonah, because it, Jonah in present day, it, it thro- there's a lot we can cover, and there's a lot we do. I mean, the Superman issue is pretty awesome. It's pretty sad. Uh, and then after that, what happens to him? It's pretty like honestly, we we pitch it, and then we wait for DC to say serious. Are you guys serious? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, you think you can pull that off? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Um, you know, both Batwing and uh, Joan and All Star Western, the books they they don't sell a lot. Um, so we're trying to treat every issue as if we have to we have to get new people. We have to. It's really tough for us, but we have to get the numbers up on both these books. And uh, and part of that is to give people the stories. I, I think that maybe 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 we're doing it backwards, Amanda. Maybe maybe I should just give them exactly what. They expect uh, maybe that'll sell better. I don't, I, I don't know, and I can't really do that. We're trying to do stuff. Yeah, that, you don't. Yeah, if it doesn't interest you, you yeah. have a problem with it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I, we're just trying to have fun with it. You know, even uh, yeah. And Jonah is such a great character. We just we just love him. The crazy old bastard. All right. So the the previous volume, you guys did seventy issues. Yes. Which I mean that that's amazing. I mean that that's great. Did you guys do any other like one shots or, or annuals. We did the uh, you know the Tony Dizunga uh, hardcover. Because um, I'm I'm looking um your hundredth story should be coming up soon. That would be issue I guess thirty right. I mean if, if we're looking at seventy issues. Yeah I mean if and we then don't the zero if, issue. If you don't look at the hardcover, then thirty would be our seventieth issue. You know, uh, would be our hundredth issue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Hey, look, you know what? We, we've uh, gone above and beyond what we think we'd be allowed to do or 
that we didn't think we'd ever get to this high, obviously, because since we had a party when we hit issue 12, <laughs> we, threw a, we threw a party that we made it to 12. I think it was number 13 party, right? That's what it yeah. was? Because everything we did before got canceled by 12. Yeah. So we had a number 13 party for Jonah Hex. Um, we might throw a little bash for 100. I don't, I don't know if the, you know, if the comic book will, you know, acknowledge that we did 100 issues, but I guess... Uh, maybe the fans or maybe uh, your site will say, hey, that's the 100th issue. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they should. Yeah. I mean, Let's say it's actually it's a, it's a Jonah Hex book. Right. So, yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a... Look, for us, it's a milestone because we, we thought we'd get booted off this book 100 different times. <laughs> Honestly. We just well, thought, oh, that's it. That's the last issue we're doing. <laughs> I mean, even in today's market, I mean, you know, creators don't stand... Don't don't tend to stay on titles for so long, and you know there there's various reasons and all that. And yeah. you know with with the new Fifty Two, I mean, there's only a few of you. I mean, there there's you guys on All Star Western, um, Scott on on Batman, Brian on Wonder Woman, um, right. uh, Jeff on Justice League. Yeah. But it's like other than that, there, there's not many creators that are still on there. And the fact that you guys did. You know, you're approaching a hundred issues. I mean, that that doesn't happen often anymore. Yeah, they they've been really, you know, like I said, I, I you know, I, we're we're not like you know, some creators. We're we're happy, man. They they've been treating us great on this book. We've been given um, we've been given you know a big responsibility doing the character because and doing it right since it has a great legacy behind it. But they like what we did, and we've never treated. We've never treated the book as if it was, ah, oh, it's that thing. You know, we've always treated it like it's the most, and it is, the most important book we're doing at all times. And, well, I know uh, it's one of your favorite books to do. You love doing that. Yeah, book. I mean, yeah, we, Justin and I, we, you know, we, we laugh while we write that book because, you know, he's such a, he's such a wonderful character and his dialogue could just be quoted, you know, it could be a drinking game, I think. His dialogue every time he's angry at somebody or something, um, but it's one of those things that you luck out. You get on a character, and and uh, the company says those guys are perfect for this character, and that's why we've been doing it. We don't always have that. I mean, you look at our our track record, and we've been bounced off more books than anyone. You know, um, we had a great run with Hawkman, but it, and actually we were bounced off when it was selling really well. You know, and uh, and so uh, you know those kind of things happen, but we we've been lucky and we know it. Clap our hands. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, and you, you, it seems like you guys are always busy because you know, aside from uh, Batwing and, and All Star Western, and now you're you're going to be doing Harley with Amanda. So like it seems like you guys are always doing something on Kickstarter. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> I, you know, if you can see the front of my computer, it has like eighteen thousand files because we're constantly juggling things. We have, we have um, the new Kickstarter is done, the web, uh, the uh, the Forager one, and we're just waiting for the proofs at the printer, and we'll get that out. And we have another one called Denver going up, um, probably in January. But we like to keep that stuff going because that's like our personal. Uh-huh. Uh, projects and um, and then you know my other book is Painkiller Jane. Yeah, yeah. At Icon, so it is a lot of work lately, and I've been noticing it. And you know, man, and I've been noticing that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, but you know, it's 
a career is like a giant roller coaster. You know, sometimes you're at the top, sometimes you're at the bottom, but we're just happy it keeps moving at this point. And uh, right now, I don't know if it's the top or the bottom or the middle, but it's definitely busy. Well, you're hustling like you did when I first met you, like in your early 30s. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, Tony, we're getting old, man. <laughs> you know? I see the little white hairs on the side. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Tony, you got a couple of those. And I, uh, I got it too, but I'm older than you. But, but I got them, you know. It, 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 it takes a lot out of you, but you know what I love? We love making comics, so, you know, it's just a good it's a good time to be doing comics, I guess. Well, that's good. Yeah, because, like, right right here on my, <clears throat> on my desk, I have Weapon of God. Uh, I think that was – was that the, the last one? Yeah, that was the last Kickstarter, yeah. <laughs> and, that was a fun one. Um, and, and that one we hope to – you know, it's on – we put it on – it's on Comixology now with the other books. We have comic – we have uh, – Weapon of God, Painkiller Jane, and um, and Sex and Violence are up on uh, Comixology for the first time. Well, I do have to say it's nice seeing my name in print. And, and yeah, the, man. The things. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's when we do the Kickstarter, when I get the thing and it says your name, I'm like, oh, look, what a nice guy. You know? And then I start thinking of all my friends who didn't support it. And I go, <laughs> those bastards. There's a lot of them. I go, well, you know, you, you know. It's funny because guys always come to me and how do I do Kickstarters? And I just say, you have to have a big family, you know, and you got them to back it. Because if you don't have a following in comics, it's going to be hard for you to get your Kickstarter going. It's like I, I should just give you my credit card number. It's it. I, nah, you know, you know. <laughs> I don't do that many. I think we're averaging like three a year, which is pretty good. Um, and pretty exhausting because Amanda will tell you the front of our house looks like a. Oh mail. my God! You should see it when when like all the books come in when they get all printed up and all the books come in. It just looks. It's like Santa's workshop, but with books. Yeah. You know, and envelopes and little stamps and all these. Oh my God! It just turns. It's, it's the only time out. people feel bad for me. <laughs> is when they come over and see what I'm doing, like I'm, because I pack each and every one of them with my buddy Patrick, and yeah. we sit there and we put them in there, and I put a little note, you know, you've seen it, Tony. You get a note, you get some prints, you get the book. They're in a bag with a backing board, and they're in an envelope, and and I sit there and I do <laughs> each one, and like those names get burned into my skull. The guys that keep backing me and three or four of them, I, I kind of the guys and gals, I kind of like know their names. I feel like I know these people, and I think that's the kind of cool grassroots part of uh, Kickstarter, yeah. is that you feel like these people are supporting your madness. And uh, so we try with our Kickstarters as hard as we can to give you guys stuff that we know you can only get through Kickstarter. And a lot of the times it's Amanda prints, too. You're yeah. Right? You know, and you can't get them anywhere. They're not for sale anywhere. It, it's funny because I saw the uh, Sex and Violence uh, book with two prints. For sale and a guy had him for like 120 on uh, dollars on eBay for the two Amanda prints and somebody bought them. And are I was, you serious? But but think about it. God. Where where else are you gonna get it? Where else do you get those prints? Nowhere. So I get it because let's say Frank Fazetta had a Kickstarter, <laughs> I'd be buying the highest tier I can. I mean it sounds funny, but you know it's, you know it, in a way, right? I mean that's you know the fan is the fan. Yeah, I, I support at least sixty or seventy Kickstarters, uh, and uh, most of them go through. Uh -huh. You know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's always nice when when you get the emails like, "We need your information now." It's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I mean, at, at least that's that's a good thing about about you, you guys is is 
you have a fast turnaround. I mean, there, there's, there's one in particular which I, I won't, won't mention a certain other person, but there's, there's been other stuff going on with the, um, but it, it's like I almost forgot. It's like, wait, I backed that a while ago, and I still haven't, you know, heard Dude, anything I, about it. I, we might have the same one because I haven't gotten anything from oh. one I paid for a long time ago, and uh, I don't know where the hell, I don't know what happened, and like, you know. I, I got to be honest, like even the new one, the uh, the Forager one, we had the files come in and then one of the pages wasn't colored. Like we missed it. You know, it was like 60 something pages and we missed it. We had to like hustle <laughs> to get this thing done. But you miss deadlines with the printers, uh-huh. you know. But even so, we said it was going to be November and the books are going to come in in December. That's really not horrible. But I do pride myself in the fact that I like to get it in the month I said it would. But uh, we also added uh four pages i think to it so because we read it and we said you know it needs a little more and that's the fun about doing your own thing you can kind of do crazy stuff like that so the book wound up being it's a 72 page book so it's a it's a little thicker than we thought it was going to be all right so um is there anything else so you know you got got painkiller jane going on um yeah that's monthly uh, from icon um no that's it man you know, you're what, keeping busy. I'm sure I'm getting something, but I'll think of it about 15 minutes after I'm off of Skype with you. Well, we yeah. got a, we got, we're gonna be in Long Beach, but you guys are gonna hear this after we're there. So hey, it was great seeing everybody in Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Long Beach was fun. Yeah, you guys were awesome in Long Beach. <laughs> you have you guys gone to every show? Every Long Beach, every, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Long Beach, we, we like Long Beach a lot. Yeah, so we like the area. We get to relax afterwards, and, uh, you know, the people are really nice there. It's not the biggest show, but it's definitely a fun show. I always say it's intimate. Yes, and, it is. You know, it is. Yeah. And we it, get intimate in our, with our fans, but not the way that it's all over the Internet right these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, I mean, it's it's a great show. It, it does seem like it's it's getting busier each year. But yeah. there, there, there's enough people there, but there's not too many where you can't do anything, you can't talk to anyone. It's true, but this past weekend was really busy, don't you think? Tom? Yeah, it was crazy. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> you, yeah. you guys had like all those lines at your tables. Man like, had the line. I was actually falling asleep in the chair. I don't know if you noticed that. But oh, uh, come on, you had a lot of people. I did have a line when I was in line for the bathroom. There was actually a line <laughs> I was part of, so it was pretty good. I, I think what you should do, Jimmy, is is do yeah. more sketches while you're sitting there. There you go. I, you know, I, everything gets blurry by two o'clock when I start doing sketches, and then it's like crazy old man going, "Get away from me." Uh, no, it I, is, it, it, I have people bring me all 70 issues of Joni Hatch all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I have plenty to do that way. Because I think it was in Chicago where you were just sitting there doodling a, you know, Jonah Hex, and it was great. Oh, yeah. thanks. I to watch him sketch, right? Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah. like, you never do it anymore. It's I like, love it. I, I always like, you know, look forward to it. So I, I think I even took a picture of it when you were done. Jimmy's a better artist than he gives himself credit for. Because I don't want to do it. I look at what it what it does to you people and you artists, Pipe, and I have sympathy for you guys. And you don't want to be like us. Exactly. <laughs> See, maybe that should be like a next like Kickstarter reward. The and Jimmy, what? Me, Jimmy does me drawing? Yes, yeah, and since you're you're so reluctant, you're 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 so greedy with your you know willingness to share your art. You know I. On the Kickstarters, I always do cards. And, yeah, that's true. And I always do one of the prints. Okay. Because I figure, well, I don't want to pay anybody else, so let me draw this damn thing. 
You know, it's not that you don't want to pay anybody else. You just don't want to wait for anybody else to get theirs done. That's true. <laughs> it's a whole other. That's a whole other interview, Tony. We can talk about the waiting. <laughs> Nobody even understands the waiting game, right, Amanda? You're impatient. I'm impatient. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's end on that note before we start. You start hearing us clobbering each other. I'm not to listen to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're looking forward to um, seeing. I, I'm I'm curious what what everyone's going to say about Harley Quinn. I mean, you guys know what yes. I thought. The yeah. hate is going to be interesting. I think the people that hate it are going to be really interesting to read. Well, I mean, there there is a that that little bit of controversy that you know yeah. that, that came up before. And, yeah, but it doesn't really make sense once you read the book. It makes no sense anymore. Yeah, and it, it's it's like I I you know I I get what was trying to be said, you know, with the people you know that yeah. were upset, but at the sure. same time, it's like we're talking Harley. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I think it's I think whatever had to be said was said already, and yeah. uh, now we're on to the book, and it's no longer an issue. I don't think, hopefully. So uh, December eighteenth is the first issue. Yep. So, right in time for Christmas. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to roll up an issue of that and shove it in your kid's sock, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak? You mean stocking? Yeah, stocking. <laughs> sure, you can put it there too. Your Christmas stock. Your Christmas sock. Yeah, your Christmas sock. Fun for the whole family. You wear, you wear stockings. I have socks. <laughs> All right, Tony. We'll talk to you. All right. Yeah. So. Hey, I, I will see. I, it was nice talking to you guys this weekend. All right, we'll see. This is, we had a great time hanging out with you, and don't worry about the money you borrowed from me. Okay. All right, thanks. All right, All right. we'll do this again soon. Take care, buddy. Take it easy. So, so my question, my is, question is, is, could it be? We don't, we don't know. know. I would like to ask you which comic book best affects you most emotionally. Yeah, yeah. That's the question. I'll shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I wasn't a fan of this. Probably I thought what that's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs>